Welcome to Discover a Better You podcast, formerly known as Uncommon Sense on Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Coach Christina, owner of Discover a Better You LLC, co-founder of the nonprofit Heart Centered Matters, and certified professional coach. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical advice and tough love on relationships from a Christian perspective. We'll cover everything from the law of attraction, the five love languages and boundaries, to self-love and modern dating. It means so much to me that you're taking the time out of your day to listen, to be coachable, and be encouraged. What's new with this podcast? Each month, I'll be bringing on guests from diverse backgrounds with various stories and beliefs. They will be sharing their heart as well as their passion for many types of self-improvement. Their expertise may be in health, fitness, finance, business, mindset, or relationships. But if they're on this show, I guarantee they'll be bringing you value that will improve your life as well as your relationships. I hope you all love this new dimension of the show. If these episodes are meaningful to you, please let me know by subscribing, leaving a message, a review, or sharing with a friend. I also love when you send me topic ideas that you would like included in the next episode. But whichever way you choose to participate in this group, thank you. Please welcome coach and holistic therapist, Sarah Adnani, who focuses on healing through self-love and shadow work. Hi, Sarah. I'm super excited to have you. Hi, Christina. Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks for joining. Um, I'm really excited for our audience to hear everything that you have to say. And you have so much knowledge when it comes to meditation and yoga and um, healing and all of these holistic practices. And I'm super excited to dig in. Thank you. I'm super excited to share. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your history that um, helps you empower others in all these different areas. Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I basically started in uh, market research. That's where my previous career was. Uh, I was always fascinated by people, how people think, their decision process and all the variables that go in it. Um, but after that, I kind of like got sick and lost my voice. I had cysts on my vocal cords, so I couldn't speak for a while. Um, so I was living in L.A. back then not knowing what to do, not being able to speak. I was like, well, who else doesn't speak, you know? Right. So, yeah, it's all like monks don't speak. So let me go hang out with monks. So I just got on a plane uh, and went to Asia. I was there for six months, just chilling with monks, with no talking, just learning so much through them, uh, most of it through silence and just uh, sitting with myself and letting their energy and vibrate vibrations uh raising mine as well. Uh, that was the kind of like the first time I really started sitting with myself and looking at myself, really. Uh, that's the first time I took a break. You know, we, we're born, we're, we go to school, then we go to college, and then we start working, we get married, we have kids. We, there's really not a time when we actually just stop, sit down, look at ourselves and just ask, you know, who am I? Uh, right. No, no one does that. Uh, and when you do that, it's actually scary because you start looking at things you don't want to look at. Um, so that was my journey in Asia. I did a lot of that. And then I went back to L.A. Um, I started teaching yoga and meditation. I couldn't go back to my career. It just was not me anymore. I was a different person. 
so I started doing that. I started training with Tony Robbins. I did some coaching there. Uh, I started training subconscious healing. I spent some time um, in different places around the world just uh, learning more about healing, subconscious healing, philosophy. I studied a lot of uh, Carl Jung's philosophy, um, just trying to understand the journey, why are we here, what are we doing, what's our purpose, why are people in so much pain, why are people suffering, and how can I help? Um, so that's where I am right now. I actually live in Miami right now. I have a wellness center, a yoga center, teaching yoga, teaching meditation, and doing a lot of holistic therapy as well. Wow, that's incredible. It's amazing how, you know, all the things that we learn about ourselves when we just take the time and be silent and just be and really just think, think deeply without the noise of other people's opinion, without our own negative self-talk, without all of that, and just say, what do I love? Who, who, who am I? What's my purpose? And all of those things. Yeah, absolutely. And that's hard, you know, that's hard for us to do because we're not raised in a society that encourages anything like that it's more of a society of where you're always doing 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 the more you achieve the more you do the more certifications you have the more money you make that's uh, those are the kind of things we call achievements uh, we don't encourage self-love we don't encourage um, you know spending time with ourselves getting to know who we are uh, we actually it's a lot of there's a lot of judgment a lot of judgment from parents from society and just you know in general we are we are confirmed to certain structure and we have to stay there because we believe if we get out of it we're not going to feel loved which is actually true so it takes courage to actually sit down with yourself look within and decide what works for you not for anyone else what what works for you what makes you happy how do you love yourself do you even love yourself right. um, and I feel like so many times it takes until we do go through a, a major, major trauma in order to realize that we need to do that instead of learning from day one to do that so that when we come to points of trauma, we know ourselves really well. So it's kind of the backwards approach that most people take. Exactly, because really we don't have a choice. Like If it wasn't for my uh, trauma, for me losing my voice, not speaking for almost a year, I probably wouldn't have done that. Uh, it took that for me to really look at myself uh, because again, we don't live in a society that encourages that. So, so it's hard. And then you see a lot of people, you know, we start walking around like zombies, just being miserable and suffering and we fight each other. The opposite of oneness, the opposite of love. We live in fear um, because we encourage that. No one knows any better. We, we're not teaching our children to do that. Right. That's very true. So I know that this has made, you know, that that trauma for you has made a positive, amazing positive experience, you know, that some people could have looked at as a total negative and you turned it around and made it something beautiful. And so I'm so impressed that you share that with others. Like what kind of made you, um, obviously, aside from seeing the of it, what made you come onto social media and, and kind of share your story with others? Well, when, when I came back from Asia and, and started doing all kinds of more trainings and things like that, and I started to try and share this message, I was still, you know, still holding on to my story. You know, I wasn't still fully vulnerable to let everyone know what, what, what's happened to me. 
you know, I remember I had a, an amazing career in market research. I was making crazy money. Uh, so coming out of the whole completely different transformed person was hard still at the beginning. But then I realized the only way to actually help people is to be authentic. The only way to even help myself is to be authentic and true to myself. So for me to do that, I have to share it everywhere, not just on my yoga studio, not just with my friends, not just with my family, but I need to be vulnerable enough and share with everyone uh, what's happened and how I feel and the knowledge I've gained, the wisdom I gained uh, without being scared of judgment, just getting out there and saying it all. Um, and it was a little hard at the beginning, but then it's it, it was now it's more of a relief. You know, it feels like I don't have to hide. There's not nothing to hide. This is who I am. This is what's happening. This is what I'm trying to do. And I have to encourage other people to also sit with their what we call negative feelings. You know, if you ask me, there is no such a thing as negative feelings. Every feeling is is a message. Every feeling is an indication of what's going on within you and your soul. Um, but we don't do enough of that in social media. Everyone's posting about how happy they are. Uh, you know, the new clothes they have, it's all about, um, it, it's, you know, it's fake. It's not yeah. true. Um, but I, I, I want to encourage people to be true to themselves because we can't always be happy. You know, there's happiness and there's sadness. It's a world of duality. So the same way we share today, I'm having a great day. It's okay to share that tomorrow I'm struggling with this. Encourage right. people to be okay with whatever they're going through. And that's the, you know, that's the biggest issue with mental, mental health is people are ashamed of it. Um, so we shouldn't be ashamed of it. We should right. help out each other. And the thing is, it's like, I feel like so many people, you know, they feel that relief when they see somebody share authentically and share their struggle and what they've gone through and kind of reach out a hand. They feel that relief, but yet prior to that, they don't feel they can do it, you know? So it really does take the strength of somebody to, to do that in order to open up the floodgates for everyone else. And I think it's beautiful that you're doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I want people to know you're not alone. We all struggle. Everyone struggles. Every single person. The happiest, most beautiful Instagram model also struggles, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, people have to be aware of that. Absolutely. Yeah. So in your opinion, like, what does it take to live a holistic lifestyle? To be authentic honestly, is to be authentic, to, you know, be close to your feeling, know exactly what's going on with you, know who you are, know what you need. A holistic lifestyle is uh, not a, a cookie cutter or prescribed formula that works for everyone. The first step is knowing who you are. By knowing who you are, you know what works for you. A holistic lifestyle is staying true to yourself. It's fully loving yourself fully and adjusting, you know, we're, nothing is permanent, everything changes. So what might work for you today might not work for you tomorrow. So you gotta be authentic and honest with yourself. Do the things that work for you and be kind and compassionate towards yourself. Uh, you know, the, the judgment of being hard on yourself, it's, it's, we don't need to do that anymore. We need more understanding, more compassion, uh, more loving, um, and just being honest. For me, being yeah. honest and authentic is being holistic. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then also when you, when you do love yourself, you can, you can truly be happy when your circumstances aren't great, you know, exactly. because I feel like so many people, they, they seek fulfillment in their surroundings, their, their environment, their circumstances. And when they don't love themselves and they're not also not loving their environment, they're not going to find that happiness. Oh, absolutely not. You, everything going on inside of you is reflected outside. Um, So you might hide it as much as you can, but deep down, you know, something is off and it will be reflected in your relationships, in your jobs, in your careers, in your everyday life. And you ask, you know, like, what's wrong with me? Or why is this person treating me this way? Or why did I lose that job? Or why did that, you know, but it's all inside of you. You're what do you see outside is just a reflection. True. Yeah, like a big mirror. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is this, uh, I'm in the middle of actually teacher training right now. And this morning I was teaching meditation and we did this eye gaze in meditation that I love. So you just gazing at each other's eyes and uh, for five, 10 minutes. And it's really uncomfortable in the beginning to look at someone's eyes without moving for about 10 minutes. I but can it, imagine. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? The beauty about this exercise is by the end of it, you're so relieved because by the end of it, you see in yourself in the other person. By allowing yourself to be vulnerable in the beginning, you start looking at them, but you're really seeing yourself as the reflection of you. And then you just have compassion and love for them and for yourself. It's a beautiful exercise. I would recommend it to everyone, especially, you know, like couples. It's really good if you're mad at your husband or wife. Um, if you just take five minutes and look at them in the eyes, that, that would disappear. The upset will disappear and you start understanding them and feeling for them instead of uh, spending so much time being mad and finding excuses for or reasons for why they did what they did to you. Right. That's beautiful. Yeah, I've, I've actually never heard of that. So that but I can imagine just I'm picturing right now, just staring into my husband's eyes. And definitely, that's something that you can't stay mad for five, 10 minutes, when you're staring at them, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if you see in the streets, that's why we avoid each other's gaze, you know, we don't look at each other in the eyes, we're so scared. Because really deep down, we know that what we're going to see, we're going to see inside of us. So if you're spending your time avoiding yourself, you're not meditating, you're not doing any yoga or any exercise, or you're not spending any time by yourself, just being with yourself, looking at yourself, that's why we avoid other people's gaze. Um, But if you're comfortable with who you are, you have self-love, then you you wouldn't mind looking at someone else in the eyes and you, you, you would actually love them for that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing that. Definitely. Yeah. So how does, how overall does the practice of meditation and holistic therapy contribute to the rest of your life as well as, you know, your health and emotionally? So I take this, you know, yoga, like I always tell my students, yoga is really off the mat. Uh, It's not about yoga on the mat. We, you know, we show up, we do poses, we learn how to breathe, you know, we, And then we leave and we go back to our lives. Uh, But the point is with yoga, with meditation and with all these things is to learn how to breathe when things get difficult. So that when things get hard outside, you know to come back to your breath. 
uh, when you're meditating. Uh, meditation is basically taking the garbage out. So the more the meditate, the cleaner your brain is. So when you're out, when you're dealing, when you're in a difficult situation, you learn how to breathe. You know not to get upset. You're in control. You're in charge. You're not reacting. Um, you you know you take your time before you answer. You know how to get quiet. You know uh, to make decisions from a quieter place inside of you, not from that place where you're agitated and frustrated. Um, so it's all about relationships. This is what yoga and meditations are because we're social people. We're social animals. It's all about relationships. We couldn't live if we just lived isolated in a place. Um, so what, what, what yoga and meditation for me helps me is relationships, how to deal with you know, certain struggles or certain situations or difficulties with people, you know, my friends or my family members or uh, my intimate relationships, any of those. Uh, it, it's, it's all about that. It's all about, because at the end of the day, we all want. Uh, so it's all about how you, we treat each other because how right. you treat another is really how you treat yourself. Right. And also how you treat yourself is how they see the way to treat you. Exactly. So. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful, wonderful advice. And what should someone do if they just kind of keep falling into those unhealthy patterns where they do isolate or um, they kind of pull back or they're not having those healthy habits? What are some ways they can kind of jump back in and, and create those healthy patterns? So anything we do that's unhealthy or that's self-destructive comes from from inside of us. So really, for me, the idea is to go back to the source, understand why do you have that unhealthy pattern instead of putting a Band-Aid or instead of like uh, just trying, starting to say affirmations. For, for example, if, if you just start saying affirmations, I am love, I am love, I am love, or I am peace, I am peace, I am peace all the time, but deep down you don't believe it or you don't feel it in your body, it's not gonna work out. You know, you're just trying to deal with the symptoms not the source or not the cause. So shadow work is really important in this case because we go back to the source of what really happened that caused us to have this healthy habit. What needs are being met uh, through this healthy habit? Uh, any addiction that we have is because few of our needs are being met through that addiction. So we got to understand those needs and figure out how can we meet those needs in a more healthy way what happened? What is the trauma that caused us to choose this path in, instead of a different one? Um, so if someone is really looking to change at a deep core, uh, it's gotta it's gotta go back and do some shadow work. You know, Carl Jung, who's the father of shadow work, is also the one who was created the twelve step program for uh, addiction. So he under he understands uh, addiction really well and unhealthy patterns. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah, so basically, if you really want to fix something, you would have to go back to the source of it. Right. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's that neglect and, you know, that's what Correct. it stems from. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for all of this amazing information and also like just practical ways how to implement it all. Um, out of all of this, what are a few takeaways you'd like the audience to I remember? would like the audience to remember that it's all about self-love. The purpose of the journey is self-love, is integrating all these parts of ourselves that we've 
suppressed or denied in ourselves, all the shaming, all the judging we do towards us, uh, we got to go back and fix those things, you know, go back and love yourself, go back and look at what are, what, what are your triggers? When someone triggers you, why, why do you get triggered in the first place? It's not about the person, you know, a, a trigger is a message. So try and understand those things about yourself. It's never about anyone but you. Any trigger is an opportunity to love yourself a little more. So make your journey about you. Try and understand who you are. You know, that's the only way to live a happy life is to know who you are and what works for you. We're all different, but we all one. We're all uh, unique expressions of the universe. But the, at the end of the day, we all one through those unique expressions. So go and figure yourself out. Find out who you are and enjoy it. You're amazing. You're beautiful. We all are. Uh, so love yourself. Love your journey. Yeah, I love that. Thank you, Christina. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Can you please let us know where all of our audience can keep contact with you and um, either work with you or just follow all yes, of your Yes, sure. Online? So you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Sarah Adnani, Sarah with two R's, or you can email me uh, at com. Uh, you can also follow my yoga studio. It's in Miami, South Beach, called Atmananda. And it stands, it's Sanskrit for self-bliss. Oh, that's <laughs> beautiful. I love that. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for everything you've taught us. And we will definitely keep in contact and thank follow you so along much. your journey. Thank you so much for yeah, Thank you, Christina. For being Have a show. beautiful day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please leave a review and a comment. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Tune in again next week for another episode of Discover a Better You podcast.